Welcome to Sound Off Queen, a podcast about life, love, and empowerment. We're your hosts, Lee, Jenny, and Courtney. Are you ready, Queens? Let's do this. Listen in. Period. Let's sound off. Well, ladies, Queens, we have made it to our first episode of Sound Off Queen. So the last episode, we introduced ourselves and we had some small talk about our inspirations, life, and what's going on during this pandemic and how we're getting through. But on today's episode, today, honey, we Mm -hmm. are going to get into some deep conversation. So y'all ready, queens? Let's talk about it. The definition of a queen, self-love. Or we can say self-love, the definition of a queen. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me, what do you think your definition of a queen is? Or what's the definition of self-love? Ooh, that's a good question. The definition of self-love is just like the act of putting yourself first, taking care of yourself, making sure that you're good and that you're thriving. And I feel like that is, to me, is the definition of a queen. And that's the definition of loving yourself. Nice. Nice. Yes. Um, I would add to that, that for me, a definition of a queen is understanding our walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very graceful class and others just seeing you for who you are, you know. But then again, the self-love comes into realizing who you are mm-hmm. and always taking care of yourself first. Right. Which, you know, some people may see as being, I guess, what, what do we call it? Selfish. Mm-hmm. But no, it's realizing your worth and recognizing in others that they realize your worth. That is so, so that's true. What a queen, yeah, that's what a queen is to me. Well, I had to do some soul searching with this queen and self-love definition. For me, I struggled with this area because I became a queen more so, or I realized my queendom when Mm -hmm. I had my first son, Mm -hmm. you know, because I started referring to him as a prince. So Mm -hmm. in technicality, if I'm thinking about him as a prince, I'm like, okay, well, since he's a prince, that means you're the queen, right? And your Mm -hmm. husband would be the king. But it's so much deeper than that. And after I had the opportunity to poll through our social media, and we thank all of our listeners for participating in that poll, it allowed me to do some self-reflecting and see that you do not necessarily have to look at yourself as a queen or to even have self-love based on the fact that you consider your children to be prince or princesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Self-love is more so about what you do to care for yourself. You know, it's about maybe it could be a nutritional aspect, what goals or what plans you put in place for yourself to be healthier. What things or goals do you set for yourself to further yourself educationally or professionally within your your day-to-day? It's just about taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. And so I think that's my definition for self-love. 
Now, for me, as being a queen, I think being a queen is just similar to what you guys said, is owning yourself, owning up to who and what you are, Mm -hmm. the goods, the bads, the uglies, all of it, owning who you are and just walking in your purpose. I think that is Mm -hmm. what a queen is. So I think that's the thing is that you have to be self-aware. And when you talked about, you know, being like your son made you realize that you were a queen. I think that that's, it's a great, he made you realize that, but I think it was important to know that that's something that you were born into. So he didn't make you a queen. You're, you're, you're born into your greatness. And for a lot of people, it takes different times for you to realize what Mm -hmm. makes you great what makes you a a good person, what makes you a queen, but it's always there. It's always in you. So that is so true. And it is very true. So I think that was too, what I started to realize as well when I did the poll with social media, because I mentioned to you guys that we had some social media response. Mm -hmm. And initially the responses that we received, we had one listener Black Martha, shout out to Black Martha. Thank you so much for your response. She said that being a queen simply states that it's a woman who embraces her power, Mm. you know, and that was our very first respondent, you know, then I started to dig a little bit deeper and I'm like, okay, is it that people or women didn't feel comfortable responding to the question, maybe didn't have the time? Um, So then, you know, I started to receive a little more feedback and the question that came about was, do you find or think about yourself as a queen? We had one listener who felt the same or similar to what I did, which was that she believed that she was a queen based on her ancestry. And because she was also a mom to a young son who she considers a prince, she felt that that was how she was a queen in her right. So if we think about things from a national level, I know you ladies have seen that we'll put queen on pretty much anybody who has some sort of um, fame behind them, or maybe even has a national presence like Michelle Obama um, more recently and Kamala Harris, you know, with Mm -hmm. the inauguration you'll see people had Queen on the memes and Beyonce, when she has this bomb performance, you know, she's like, oh yeah, that's Queen B. So we are more apt to give the title of Queen to people who we see on a national level, but maybe struggle to put that title or give that title to ourselves. Why do you guys think that is? Well, I'm going to go back to the responder that says embracing your power. Mm Mm-hmm. So at a national and in a public social media platform, yeah, Beyonce is a queen because she she does embrace her power. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamala Harris, she's the v- first black VP woman yes, of the United honey. States. So you need to embrace that. Yes, I put her in queen status. Michelle, when you talk about grace and flow and just dignity, hair, honey, she, she is it all. So she is a queen. But mm-hmm. what I want to say is, Lee, you live your life as a queen. Your accomplishments may not be on the platform of, of, of a social media and exposed to, you know, all different kinds of nationalities or whatever. I'm not out there. But I know in my daily life and the people that look up to me, and the way I flow my job, my, you know, my, my accomplishments, that makes me also a queen. 
Absolutely. So while we see them as, and we're only talking about the good, you know, the good um, positive Mm -hmm. influences that we know. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are some people out there that call themselves queens. And I'm like, no, honey, your example, (laughs) your example isn't showing. It's not queenly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to speak. So for me and the individuals that I surround myself with on a day-to-day, I realized that, yeah, those are queens in my midst. They may yeah. not be on social media, but they are they are my queens. Mm-hmm. And there are people to be looked up to, people to idolize, not only from the social media aspect, but from your day-to-day aspect. Absolutely. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, notability. You, Michelle Obama, Beyonce, Kamala Harris, all these people that you named are obviously household names that everyone knows. So it's easy to give them these titles, but it's not, it might, it might seem vain to some people to say like, I'm a queen because I'm a teacher and I do a damn good job at it, or I'm this and I, and I'm great at it. It, to some people that comes off as like vanity or self love I don't know like like a big head or whatever but that's the the issue you know Mm -hmm. I think that the fact that we even think about or look at individuals in a negative light for the fact that they're bigging themselves up is Mm -hmm. a problem you know we need to normalize the ideology of a queen within our community because we have so many women that are Mm -hmm. out there handling their business on a Mm day-to-day they are empowered Mm-hmm. And they are embracing that power. Right. And if it means that you have to say to yourself, going back to that teacher example, I'm a teacher and I'm a damn good teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Live that. Walk That's that. Because right. that is your power. That is what makes you a queen. Right. If you're a good mother and you throwing it down in the kitchen and your family is licking their fingers because <laughs> you just made a bomb dinner, you are a queen because mm-hmm. you made a bomb dinner for your family and you are holding it down by taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be on a national platform. That's you right. do not have to be on social media with two point K followers or mm-hmm. even on YouTube with millions of followers in your day to day, as long as you are handling your business, the good, bad, and the ugly, because it's not just the good side of things, mm-hmm. you know, right. life throws curveballs at all of us. You know what I mean? Yes, we'll fall down, but part of falling down means that you get back up and you mm-hmm. get back on your horse and you keep riding. Mm-hmm. That is all part of being a queen, Yeah, you know, which leads me to one of our other uh, listeners, Miss Gordon Gatrell. She defined being a queen as being comfortable within yourself and the decisions that you make, no matter what Mm. people or society thinks of you. In order for you to be a queen, you have to basically be willing to live a life on your own terms and not be afraid to make the rules as you go. Mm. That's a good answer. That is a very good answer. (laughs) Yes, that's in a nutshell, it sums it up. Like Courtney mentioned earlier, you reach that realization at different times in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's all about that Mm self-awareness. I never really thought of myself as a queen Mm -hmm. until I was called a queen. Mm. You know, we go and we meet different people. We are in relationships or whatever. And we don't really see our worth sometimes Mm -hmm. unless it's spoken through somebody else. Mm -hmm. So here I am in my mid-40s and I was like, oh, well, 
no. So it had to be, why do you call me a queen? Mm-hmm, why do mm-hmm. you, you know, I may have not been your queen, but I, he saw me as a queen. Mm-hmm. So, and that had me reflect back on all my accomplishments, the journeys, the, you know, the ups and downs that I had through my life and, you know, being able to maintain and sustain my identity throughout it all right. made me who I am. So yeah. it really dawned on me when someone else called me a queen, as opposed to me realizing that I was a queen. Look at I that. can definitely see that for so many people, myself included, because we are, and I think this is a thing for pretty much everybody. We are the hardest on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We think we People can look at you and be like, oh my gosh, you're so smart. You're so creative. You're so this, you're so that. And you're like, oh, this is just me. me? Like, I'm just a normal person. There's mm-hmm. nothing special. Because we're so hard on ourselves. We, we're, what's that phrase? You're your own worst critic. critic. And it's so true that, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, and maybe that is why some, for some women, they get that realization once they have children or they get that realization from other people. Because when we look into ourselves, we're hard on ourselves. We don't see ourselves as queens because we are just hard on ourselves. Yeah, it's just that we're just so hard on ourselves. And we have to, when we're thinking about self-love, you have to give yourself grace. You have to pat yourself on the back. You have to say you did a great job. So definitely, I think that those things go hand in hand with one another. So I think that that's that's really interesting that you said that, Lee. Yeah, with raising kids, career, school, accomplishments. Mm -hmm. I actually looked for the greatness in others to Mm -hmm. validate me as opposed to realizing that I was giving greatness to to those around me. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes me as opposed to how they turn out. You know, so yeah, it took being in a relationship in my mid forties to realize that, you know, you know, your worth, Mm -hmm. your accomplishments, all that matters. And you, you cannot downplay that at all. You know, part of it too, now that we're talking about it, I think when we're being raised, we are always told to look at others, to Mm -hmm. pour into others, Mm -hmm. be, be unselfish. You know what I mean? Like you're always giving to others, Mm -hmm. especially as a woman, you're supposed to pour into, develop, nurture. So could it be because of the fact that that's how we are taught from early on that when you're going through some of those things or those years as you're growing, you lose hindsight of the fact that you also have to do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't, and I'm just trying to think about it. Well, I mean, you, you do hear parents saying that, you know, you should love yourself, but how deep do we go into loving yourself? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just about saying it. What things are we putting in place and defining that this means that this is self-love. You know what I mean? Like you, it's like, we don't equate the two together. You continuing to do your education or maybe working out daily or eating right Mm -hmm. are forms of Mm self-love. You know, you may be taking the time to meditate in the morning and do your mantras and go get your hair done and your nails done. Those are forms of Mm self-love. And sometimes you have to be selfish 
with your day to days where you're pouring into and you're nurturing and you're handling your business Mm -hmm. to take time out for yourself. Because in order for you to continue to pour into others, you have to have the ability to care for yourself and love yourself first Mm -hmm. in order for you to be able to be successful in spreading love to others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that phrase? You can't pour from an empty cup or something like that. And it's basically just saying, if you don't ever take care of yourself, if you don't ever take the time to replenish yourself, how can you be a light for others? How can you give to others? If you are so tired, if you are so beat down because you can't take five minutes to just relax, be by yourself. Like you said, do the meditation in the morning, get your nails done if that's what you like to do. If you can't take that little bit of time for yourself, how can you be the best version of you for other people? And it's like, you really, you really can't. It's going to be difficult to, to do that. Yeah, it is. And I think along my journey, what I've realized is that you have to set boundaries and sometimes Mm self-love is just saying no. Yeah. You know, mm. no, this is not within my capacity to handle. And I'm just going to say, no, you know, and Boundaries how we proceed. Yeah. How we proceed after that is, you know, it's always being true to yourself. Like Courtney said, you have to be true to you. And if you know, that's not something that you can actually maintain or sustain, you have to say, or oh, buy, buy out of it and just say, I'm this is not for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there definitely has to be boundaries along that journey. Absolutely. Yeah. The no part for me is come <laughs> way down my journey. Um, I'm just <laughs> learning and I'm still struggling with how to say no, because I'm that type of person where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I still thrive off of what people think about me, which is why I say I am still in the early stages of walking in my queendom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I had to learn and understand that you are going to overextend yourself mm-hmm. and it's important for you to be able to create those boundaries so that you can, again, be healthy for yourself, for your family, and for you to be able to do for others, you know, when you're not at your best, Mm-hmm. who's going to, you know, I mean, look to you for anything, you right. know, at the end of the day, the person who you said yes to, they've gotten what they needed, but what happened to you in mm-hmm. that, exactly. mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I mean? That yes could have been something that could have been detrimental to your health. You could have added maybe 10 more years onto your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we do have to allow ourselves to monitor the things that come in and out of our day-to-day and decide strategically what it is that you're going to allow yourself to do. And I think that's a huge part of Mm self-love and, you know, being a queen, you know, you have to make some of those tough decisions. And I think I looked up the definition of self-love just to make sure I was spot on with it. (laughs) And I saw that In the definition, it said that self-love can be compared to vanity or selfishness, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I felt that was kind of sad because why is it that if you're deciding to care for yourself or do what's right for you, that you have to be considered as being vain or selfish? 
Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. But again, we have to claim that power. We have Mm -hmm. to realize who we are and nobody that comes or anybody that comes before us will realize that power in us. Yeah. And I had you're right, Jenny. I had to learn along the way through, you know, different relationships exactly what that looks like. Mm -hmm. But it's not really being selfish. It's just being in tune with who you are. Yeah. Okay. And then realizing that if people can't accept that, they're going to call it something negative. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you have mm-hmm. to be in tune with that. And that's your power. And anybody that you're dealing with in life or whatever, you're going to always have that come first. It's not selfish. It's being in tune with your power is what I want to re- reword that to say. You are in tune with your power. Yeah. And you have to always look at the source. Who's calling you selfish? Is it the person oh, girl, who that, said that? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who like? Is it the person who, after years of always saying yes, you're finally saying no to? Is that the person who's calling you selfish? Because a lot of times, the source is really a mooch. They're a user. They're this. They're that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're calling me selfish because you're not getting your way. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you like uh, Lisa said, you have to set boundaries. When you set those boundaries, you have to realize that everybody's not going to like it. Some people may be offended, but when you're doing what's best for you, the people who really love you, the people who really want what's, the people who also want what's best for you are going to realize, okay, she's doing this because it's going to be beneficial for her in the long run. And they'll make the adjustment along with you. Yes, yes. A lot of times people, and this is probably a whole nother topic, but a lot of times <laughs> people might ask you for a favor and they don't really need your help. They just want to know if you, you know, if you tell them no, they'll figure it out how to, how to get it without you, how to do it without mm-hmm. you. So when you set those boundaries, it's not like, oh, because I said no to this person, they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to fail at life. Like, no, they'll, they'll figure it out the same way you have to figure out your stuff. People will figure out their stuff as well. So definitely. And that's not to say don't help people. That's not to say be selfish because there, there are people who are selfish, but having boundaries for yourself is not selfish. Deciding that you want to do something or you don't want to do something because it's good for you and you're practicing self-love is not selfish. Exactly. So So we had one other user, Carrie, I see clearly, who defined being a queen as having integrity at all points. Mm. It means living by the standard God has given you. Although it's not perfect, it also means not letting anyone control your emotions and most importantly, being poised. Mm. I like that too. Definitely having integrity is important to being a queen. Yeah. And I also feel like integrity shows your true transparency. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to be, you know, it's always being transparent to whoever you're actually dealing with. And that's very difficult to do in many different situations. You know, Mm -hmm. we have to be able to be transparent because we know if we are, we've been true to ourselves. Mm hmm. And that's truly what matters is being true to yourself and not actually doing or thinking or saying anything that's going to actually make anybody else feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's you doing what you know from the goodness of your heart and what you have to offer, you putting it out there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what that is. So that resonates with me. 
the way she responded. It's like you go and you deal with your day to day, knowing that the Lord above mm-hmm. got me. Okay. Number and one. No one else. Okay. Has me like he has me. Mm-hmm. Period. And that's the definition of a queen to me. There you go. Absolutely. I, you guys can't see it, but I did my little period sign. <laughs> period. I think with her definition, what I liked was going back to the standard of God. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you have a higher power that you look to, mm-hmm. you know, so long as you put that person first Amen. and allow him or whatever power it is to work through you to lead you in the walk that you are supposed to be destined to do in this world, knowing your purpose, you are walking in queendom. You are defining, or you would be the definition of self-love because he shows you that higher power shows you or leads you to the works that you should be doing within yourself. You know what I mean? And then you don't, worry about the filters of the world because the world can't control you or tell you who you need to do because you are walking solely with that higher power and they are defining how you are Mm -hmm. nobody else and then you know the last part where she said is most importantly poised you have to be in tune with who you are and head in that direction you also have to filter out the noise Mm -hmm. because sometimes people are around you And they're looking for a reaction. And sometimes all things don't need to have that reaction because if you provide that reaction to them, they have succeeded. You know what I mean? And you have then at that point fed into exactly what that person wants. And that's an integral part of being a queen is knowing who and what you're giving your power to. Because not everybody deserves your power or even your attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop a, a few um, sound effects on that one, <laughs> and that's some real talk. Okay, that's right. I don't know if I went over anybody's head, but but Queen, seriously, not everybody is worth our time mm-hmm. or our power, and always keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So I know we talked a lot about you know what the definition is and what our listeners had to say. So it's like, okay, we talked about it, but what's next? What are we going to do with this information? So let's normalize the ideology of being a queen. What does that mean? How do we do that? How do we walk in that? What are some techniques or what are some steps that you ladies have taken to embrace more self-love and also your realization of coming into being a queen? Wow. (laughs) I will just say for me, some of the things that I have to do, and these are all things that I'm still working on. And I think it's a constant process that you never uh, truly arrive. Like, uh, I think you can always be working on yourself. You can always be getting better. So um, I think some of the things that we mentioned here in this episode, setting boundaries, learning how to tell people no, Those are things that I'm definitely still working on. So that is important. I think another thing to create an environment of self-love is to just look around you and make sure that the people that you surround yourself with are 
the people that you know are going to bring you bring you forward like basically I think that phrase birds of a feather flock together type of thing so if you are around people who maybe you know don't treat you kind don't push you to do well in life you find that you don't treat yourself kind you don't push yourself to do well in life so I definitely think you should you know curate your your friends even your family sometimes and make sure that you are sticking with good people nice I like that nice yes and for me you're right Courtney I always see myself as a work in progress Mm mm-hmm you know, I have never, I never attained to say I've gotten there or I got this because mm-hmm. once you, once for me, once I feel like I get there, there's always something more to achieve and some more work that needs to be done internally, you know? Mm-hmm. So it starts from within. And I feel like when we exhibit what our walk mm-hmm. in our day to day, when we exhibit that others see it and they pick up on it, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something that we need to go around saying that we got this or you know, we have arrived. No, it's, we lead by example. Definitely. We lead by example. We actually talk based on our experiences and what it felt like to us, as opposed to what we want somebody else to feel like to them. Mm -hmm. So my day-to-day meditation, you know, I had to learn to wake up in the morning and not tap on that cell phone and see Mm -hmm. what's going on in the world, unless I actually tap into myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, and, and actually meditate in terms of um, projecting how I wanted my day to be, you know, praying for guidance, praying for knowledge and Mm -hmm. actually moving there. So those are some of the self-love things that I do for myself. The first two hours of the morning is not put towards work, not put towards seeing what's going on on social media, but it's put into lead. You know, going yes. into the bathroom, you know, doing your, your daily routine after your prayers, your meditation, having that cup of coffee and just looking outside or mm-hmm. tea, whatever works for whoever, but just looking and just being thankful. Those are some of the self-love things that I have done for myself that I've realized it actually impacts me to want to want to be and want to do differently every day. So... That's good yeah. advice because I think your morning routine can definitely set your tone for oh, your yes. whole day. Um, and that's something else that I'm working on too because I am a wake up, wake up and look at Instagram <laughs> type of person. Um, and I was at one point, I really was like um, not allowing myself to do that, but it, I crept back into the bad side. So yeah, it takes <laughs> discipline. It really does take discipline to say, you know what? I'm not going to reach mm-hmm. outside of turning that alarm off. And then it's about giving yourself that hour or two hours before mm-hmm. you give it to anybody else. And you may call that selfish mm-hmm. if you want to, but it, it's, it works for you. It works mm-hmm. for the internal self in terms of and I had to learn that by example. I saw somebody do that. And then I was like, wow, okay. It really helps. It yeah. helps you to build and grow and stay true to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. One piece that I would add to what these beautiful queens have stated is to take some time to think about the things that you're doing well and say that out loud to yourself during that meditation process list two things about yourself that you were doing good those affirmations and then if you want you can list one goal 
that you have for yourself that you want to improve upon in the coming week, in the coming months, however long you think that goal is going to take for you to attain, you list that and you work on that throughout the time because it goes back to giving yourself the grace and knowing that you have to love yourself first. So we came up with some good techniques. So let's list them in order so we can recap for you ladies and our queens. So what we're doing next week and the upcomings, because this is a journey again, you know, we're walking in our queendom. That's what we're going to do. You don't have to be on a national level in order for you to consider yourself as a queen. You are a queen within your own right because you were born into it and you are walking in your power. So the one thing that we want to remember is one, we are all a work in progress. There's Mm -hmm. no perfect queen, no perfect person in this world. The first thing we want to do in the mornings when you get up, having that meditation time where you're going to set your intentions for the day, asking your higher power for guidance. And then you're also going to take some time to smell the roses, whatever that may look like. If you're having your coffee, your tea, you're making breakfast for yourself, but you're having some time alone to yourself. And I know we have moms out there that sometimes you may not have the opportunity to do all of these things. Maybe it means that you might have to get up a little bit earlier before the kids and the whole house starts, but give yourself that time to just be with yourself. The other thing we talked about was boundaries, you know, setting some of those healthy boundaries and trying to say no. If you're a yes person like I was or I am, try saying no at least once this week or maybe once in a month, but take your time back. It's okay to do that. Three, looking at some of the relationships or evaluating some of the relationships that you have surrounding you. Are they bringing you forward in life or are they holding you back? Are they some of those friends or family members that are pushing those boundaries constantly? You may not necessarily have to cut them off, but maybe it's putting in place those boundaries for those people who are taking up a lot of your time. Set some, some time in between and maybe some space so that you can clear your head and get on that path to you having or reclaiming that self-love. And the last one, walking in your power, your purpose. During the time of meditation, when you're setting the boundaries and you're reclaiming some of the time, think about what your purpose is. Everybody has a purpose in this life. Not everybody's purpose is going to look the same. It could be something small. It could be something big. But you have to take that time to love yourself and walk in that journey within yourself in order for you to find out what that purpose is. So those are some of those tips or, you know, examples of things that you can put forth in the coming weeks to help you love yourself more and for you to start recognizing you are a queen. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So ladies, we hope that you enjoyed our first episode of the definition of a queen self-love tune in next Tuesday where we will talk to you guys a little bit more about pandemic dating. Mm. 